Welcome to Let's Talk Healing. I'm your host, Anna. This week, we are discussing reconnecting to self. In this world today, as it becomes faster, noisier, and more driven by technology and social media, how do we reconnect to ourselves, our loved ones, and to the world around us? That's what we're going to be exploring today. Listeners, I'd love to thank you for listening in, for your support. I'd also like to thank our sponsors as they are with us every week. And I'd also like to thank our guests that are with us every week, Carol and Sabre, and we will be speaking to them a little bit later. But now, as I always do, we will introduce Atana, who this show is dedicated to. Atana is just inspirational, and I love him to bits. He is so many things. He's a musician. He is an author, he is a master energy healer, an international teacher, and they're just a few of his tricks, let me tell you. He's got many, and he's actually <laughs> really great with some bad jokes too. <laughs> but we will, um, <laughs> you can find everything that you need except those bad jokes at atanamethod.com. <laughs> so Atana, welcome, and we can't wait to hear from you today. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, wonderful listeners, and Carol and Sabre, and wonderful Dawn BBS Radio. We're so happy that we have all of these amazing opportunities to share what we experience in our lives and how we can also support you moving forward in your life, regardless where you're at in your life. You know, And we had, even if you're in the best place in your life, you still have to move forward. If you're in your worst place in your life, you still have to move forward. So... At any point, we have to connect with that motion, that forward motion, that dynamic of transformation. And that's really what my work is about, transformation, and how to be um, aligned with that frequency of transformation and make that our own momentum and realizing that we really manifested energy um, or transformation in action, I should say. Mm. Well, Atana, this week's topic is reconnecting to the self because it is true, you know, the world is faster and noisier and driven by technology and this mass, um, I guess it's a, a most amazing benefit, but it also has downsides of social media. There is just so much noise and um, somebody was telling me he really felt people were really addicted to distraction in this planet. And we are being distracted from our core self. And that is actually extremely painful, um, which drives even more distraction uh, as we look for these comforts outside of ourselves. So do you believe that your work really helps us to reconnect? Yes. First of all, we have to understand that we are a part of all of the existence of the whole oneness as i as i call it and so being being part and being this oneness um at the same time is a is our uh, is our job to remember that it's our job to remember our source who we are where we're coming from the infinite that we are serving the expansion of creativity in this realm in any realm really that we're serving because we're creativity in action look at the creative force of life life adapts 
in all the wildest, weirdest forms and ways to express itself. Look at life from the beginning of time, how even we are molding life, even with the um, gene manipulations that are taking place. Look at how we are so driven to go into finding new ways, new adaptabilities, new forms, so that we can truly even expand ourselves out in the most uh, remote and infinite ways of existence, so that we can participate in that infinity of life. And our, our job is really remembering our infinite and connecting with that infinite. And for me, with the energy work, that gives you enough energy to actually have the fuel to go into the furthest remote places in our beings to reconnect them back with us, because that is part of the healing work. Part of the healing is to recognize that we are unlimited energy beings. And once we realize that, our next intention is going to connect to these places and reconnect to these places, because we are we are yearning to connect with our infinitely tiniest and biggest and smallest parts in our being, our, our lives. And that is uh, the quest, because why else would we trying to, um, first of all, go infinitely far away from us, from ourselves, and then have that momentum and that fueling of going and finding ourselves in the tiniest places of life in, in our being? It's like finding your true love, really, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, finding finding true love and knowing what true love is means we have to dig deep to to find where is our love, where did we love the deepest, where's our soulmate, where's our twin flame. Mm. And just to turn on this part of reconnecting to the world as well, because I guess that social media is part of the world, but there's so much other part of the world I think we're not connecting with which is the re- like putting our hands in soil and actually um, being with the ground and a lot of us live in cities now where there's really hardly any dirt you know a lot of it's concrete and yeah. um, buildings and yeah. taking us away from that nature uh, of that true. aspect of nature yeah is that's, damaging in itself that's very true but look how we get addicted to other people's dirt, to their other people's dirty laundry that they are washing in public or all this weird secrets that are coming out. This is all having dirt on other people, you know, and and this is part of the virtual reality. The virtual reality is its own life, if that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, my kids wanted to play this video game, this horrible video game over the because um, we're in Australia here, so it's the summer holidays, and you know everyone's killing people with machine guns and then dancing once they kill it. And I was thinking, what is this? This is just a bizarre virtual world where people can actually make money. It's, it's sort of it's bizarre what's out there on that in um, cyber space. Yes. Yes, and that's. That uh, that's something we do have to um, mention. There is a um, manipulation that's happening in the media, in the social media world. Of course, um, reconnecting ourselves. Our the the main 
dynamic of why the social media is so popular is because it connects us. And actually, that's a wired in our brain's system because we we're living in we're living in cliques, we're living in groups, um, and and we're actually uh, are not much further away from packs, uh, wolf packs, or or beings that live in packs or groups or herds than uh, than we think because we have a very inner, utmost intense desire to connect with other people, with another group, with another herd, with another clique, with another pack. Because, uh, like that says, number uh, brings strength. So, and uh, if you look at the social media, the goal of anybody in the social media, or most of the people are, becoming a social influencer to have actually power. The inner core intentions go... Uh, being from being safe to actually being in power, being in charge, being an influencer, and having ha- your your word actually has a weight. Because if you look at the social media, um, how uh, people follow the stars, they then want to know what the star does and what they wear and what they listen to and what they do and want to do the same thing. And so that's a very powerful intention. And that's a a very powerful position to be in because you're then doing what you think the the people that you're aligning yourself, your idols, your stars do. And that makes you living their lives in in some way. A lot of the people actually don't want to live their own lives. They actually look at other people, how they live their lives, and actually want to live the lives that they live. If you look at a lot of people, there's many people who actually want to live other people's lives. They don't want to live their own lives because they think their own lives are boring. Yes, well, that's, I can completely see that. And I think I think a lot of people are living vicariously through others. Yes, exactly. And so our but job... But how does that in, affect... Yeah, how does that affect energetically, though? Well, energy work in itself gives you basically the the cutting edge of your life back to yourself where you realize in this lifetime, in this moment, you can manifest, you can attract anything you want to attract. Look, think about it this way. Incarnated as a human being and manifested in a human form means you can do what the worst human did as well as what the best effective human did. So you have all this potential. So if you have all your faculties, all your energies together, you can basically do what the best human being manifested, incarnated on this planet can do or could do or did, as well as all the spectrum from all the way down to the worst. You know, and mm. some people say, I just want to be floating in the middle here and just don't do anything too outrageous. You know, I just want to have my nine to five job and the stability. But ultimately, we are now in a tipping point of transformation where life wants us to live our fullest potential. So it will slowly redirect us back to our fullest potential that we need to embrace. Now, if we haven't done the homework and worked on transforming the trauma, the fears, the anxiety, uh, let's say, of the depths of our being, for example, the depths of your being can be resembled as the depths of the ocean. If you're still afraid of water, you haven't done your work. Why are you not training yourself to love the water again? Why are you not living at the ocean? Why are you not 
Why are you not going swimming? Why are you not doing deep sea diving? Why are you not overcoming these fears? Our job is to overcome these weird limiting fears that serving nobody and that actually trying to limit ourselves in our expression of life. And we have to understand this is the moment when you are afraid of heights. Go do bungee jumping. Do something that expands <laughs> your, your side, your view of what you can what you can expand in terms of emotionally or mentally. And that ultimately gives us expansion in physically, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Thank you. That was very well explained and very clear. We're going to go to a quick commercial break and then we will be coming back with this topic, reconnecting to self. Stay with us, listeners. Healing. Today we are speaking about reconnecting to self. I just want to have a little mention that this week I went to such a beautiful yoga class and I was on that mat and I connected to myself in such a deep way. And for me, doing that practice is a great way to reconnect to self. I think it's something to do with the breath and being present and in your body, that's a, an easy way. Um, I'd just like to share that with the listeners as well to, to reconnect pretty quickly. Or doing Atana's energy healing work. Um, Atana has this method called the Atana method and you work on your energy centers and that is a really quick way to reconnect to oneself and the oneness consciousness that he talks about. And we'll talk a little bit about that later. So we've got a couple of guests with us today that are here with us each week. And one of those wonderful guests is a lady called Carol. Hello, Carol. Hello. Thank you for How are you today? I'm doing fantastically. Good. (laughs) Now, this is a great topic, reconnecting to self. It is very apt of our times. I think there is so many people strung out very distracted, feeling there's a lot of anxiety on our planet at the moment. I, I read a statistic the other day that anxiety has now overtaken depression that specifically um, affects more women than men, but it, it's huge. The numbers are, are staggering about people that are suffering from anxiety. So let's talk a little bit about reconnecting back to the self and your experience of working with clients or yourself or however you'd like to to um, discuss that today. Yes, that brings me to what Atana just said about life wants us to live our fullest potential now. That to me explains why there's so much anxiety because I was thinking during the break that that um, 
when we're in expansion, whether we know it or not, is when we become anxious and then we start asking ourselves, like, who are, who am I? What am I doing? Where am I supposed to go? I don't know. Am I doing it right? I, I, you know, I don't know. And how less aware you are of your body and your energy systems and your purpose in life, how more that's just going to look like just flat out stress and anxiety. It's going to be, you know, brought to you in other people that you interact with, but it's still going to be fundamentally it's life is asking you to expand what are you doing about expanding and if you uh, so you feel that anxiety and then it depends on like what you do for that anxiety you know do you do you um, find relief from the anxiety in addictive substances where you can just like tune out or do you find relief from that in just turning on the TV and zoning out um, or do you go to an energy healer and say, you know, let's get to the root of this anxiety and figure out what's going on because I, I'm anxious and I don't know why. And that is what we can do with the energy work is we can start connecting you, increasing your awareness to yourself, bringing you back to your heart and bringing up your energy awareness of like what's going on in your life and where are different parts of your life um, asking you to expand or step up. You know, another thing I thought mm. of was when when you guys were talking about the social media, it occurs to me that it's kind of like the social media has kind of become maybe another form of banking system. You know, because if, like, if everybody's, like, wanting to be, like, the star or wanting to be, like, the celebrity who has, like, all the things that everybody wants, um, even if it's not monetary, it's still, you know, like, oh, they have the looks, they have the hair, they have the eyelashes, they have, you know, whatever. It's it's <laughs> creating... <laughs> eyelashes are a thing now, right? <laughs> oh, they're it's massive. Cre- they're huge. <laughs> creating, um, you know, like a lesser than thing, right? It's, it's, it's like always like bringing people back to like a poverty mentality or a lack mentality of like, well, I don't have big eyelashes. What's, you know, like, what, what do I <laughs> got to do, you know, and then trigger anxiety. <laughs> you know? yeah. That always brings me, do you, do you remember um, <laughs> there was the, the Alice in Wonderland movie where the animated one, you know, where the people had, like, all these fake body parts, <laughs> like, <laughs> fake lips and fake ears and stuff to keep the Red Queen happy. Um, so, you know, it's almost like that's almost like what social media has become. It's like, you, you know, it's like there's the, the heavyweights out there who have, like, all these followers and everybody wants to be like them. And, you know, like, if they decided that, uh, you know, they they wanted to wear stickers on their face, you know, then people would like start wearing stickers on their face because they would feel like they would be in lack if they weren't. Mm. That's very so interesting. I, I, I read a little article the other day about um, 
a celebrity, a particular celebrity that was talking about how she really suffers from a lot of anxiety because she then compares herself to the other celebrities that don't have, you know, she doesn't have as many followers or what she is she posting good enough. It does provide a real sense of comparison and this sense of, um, well, you're not as good as me, or um, there's a, 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 it does actually, I think, make some people feel extremely depressed or anxious because they compare themselves to these unrealistic, highly uh, photoshopped and edited versions of, of, of marketing. People are marketing it. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look at how much, how much uh, ground you can gain if you just connect to your heart, like if you just, like you said, on, on the yoga mat, if if you just connected to your heart, became aware of your heartbeat, and then breathed, like some part of you is recognizing that there's enough blood pumping through you, that there's enough air moving through you, you know, and you start to like realize that there's enough. There's enough. Mm. Do you know, Carol, I'm not really big on social media. I don't really like it. It's not my favourite place to be. Um, and that is great because it makes me really present. I'm very present. I don't feel like I need to take a thousand photos and stick it on Instagram and then watch how many likes. I actually don't like that. Um, however, it does occur to me occasionally that I'm not really part of this world either. Like I'm not out there. I'm not promoting myself in the same way that a lot of people are. I'm not part of that. It's almost like a club, the social media club, and then you're in it and then you sort of feed it. And it can really overtake some people's lives where they then check their Instagram feeds like a thousand times a day. So there's also that part of sort of feeling left out. But then not including yourself actually gives you so much time to be with yourself, to be with your family, to be with the people that are right there in your life. It, it isn't as, you're not as distracted. Um, it's, a, it's just something that came up to me this week as well. I sort of, even because I'm not in it, I then sort of feel like, well, I'm a little bit left out of it. Well, those are all really good points. And you can also, but then, like, just create your own community everywhere, yeah. you know, like on social media or like what you were just describing, you were like creating your own community within your family. Like, here I am, like, this is who I'm connecting to. And, but even that still brings us back to, like, where do we fit in, right? Like, where do we fit in in the family? Where do we fit in in the community? And that still can sometimes bring anxiety around to, you know, like, am I, am I fulfilling my role well enough? Am I doing my job well enough? Am I, and, in, am I accepted in this community that I'm in? And so it still ultimately has to come back to what is my connection? How well am I doing connecting to myself? How well am I doing paying attention to how I'm feeling? And if I'm recognizing what I'm anxious about, what am I doing about moving through that? Am I just looking at it, staring at it, and then sitting down and watching it and not moving? Or am I saying, okay, what am I going to do about this and moving forward and moving through it, you know? Mm. And then, like, 
connecting deeper because every time you like identify something a fear or an anxiety within you and then you like move through it you're like moving through you you're like moving deeper into you so I think that's also a really important part of this work is making the regular time to do the practice because my own experience, you know, I've got three kids, work, everything is just it, it's busy. It's making that pocket of time every day, ideally. I never really understood the importance of doing this work every day. And now all of a sudden I'm like, yes, I understand it. I get it. I get the reason why you want to do it every day. <laughs> and carving out that piece of time to be still, to be quiet, to let all of those emotions bubble up to the surface so then you can actually work on them consciously. That can be a real challenge. There's no mm. doubt about that. But we can, you know, but time is an illusion, right? So even if you spend 30 seconds or one minute focusing on connecting to yourself, connecting to who you are, to your heart, to how you're feeling, and breathing, you know, that's that that can be the same as a thousand minutes, you know, because time's an illusion. So I used to have that, uh, when I first started doing the energy work, I, I had to work through that idea that I had to have a, a special place and a special room and create special time and everything had to be just perfect and just so... And I had to be in the right space, you know, frame of mind to do it and all that kind of stuff. And and what I found was that just created for me all sorts of excuses to not get it done. And <laughs> with, <laughs> right. And when I let go yeah. of that, I realized that I could be getting ready for work in the morning and, you know, and then like remember like, okay. That's right. I, I need to, like, focus on my self-healing. And I would close the bathroom door and sit down on the bathroom floor and do self-healing. Mm. You know, and, and I just, like, I let go of all of that, what it all has to be and everything, because it really just has to be me and myself focusing the healing on myself. It's just like you having that realization on the yoga mat. You know, it's like that's really all you need to start. Mm, it's quite beautiful when you actually Even do that Even if it's on work. the bathroom floor. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know what? I actually really like the fact that this work is so you can take it anywhere. And some, I think I mentioned in a couple of sessions, a couple of episodes before, sometimes I will even do this in a meeting. If I see the conversation getting out of hand or I can do some energy work right there with, myself or with the situation or with others to to, to increase healing within that um, exactly. area or I can do energy beautiful? healing in the car I can do energy healing in my bed often I'm yes. doing energy healing in the bed before I even get out of the bed <laughs> yes yes it's like awesome Those are, that's exactly right because really all you need is you <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a good one anyway Carol um, we're going to go to a quick commercial break and when we come back we're going to continue on this discussion reconnecting to healing but thanks so much Carol for sharing your thoughts and insights they're always very 
valuable to, to our listeners. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be back in just a minute. I'm your host, Anna, and today we have been discussing reconnecting to self. If you like what you've been hearing here today about Atana and his work, the easiest way to access is simply Google him or go to his website, atanamethod.com, and there you will find access to his classes, his events, his healing sessions that you can do in person or like I do, um, via Skype or phone call, information about his group and online trainings, his books, his music, his crystal stores, which are magnificent, his meditations, his one-months, and all the links to his social media channels, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, the whole lot. So have a look there, and we will continue with our discussion now about reconnecting to self. We have another lovely guest with us today, Hello, ladies. Hello, my beautiful family. I love you all. It's so nice to be on the air with you today. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you. And and just, I'm so grateful and honored that you're listening. I really am. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. So this topic of reconnecting to self, tell us a little bit about this topic and how it relates to you. Well, recently I have um, come across uh, someone who is, and it's not just one person, but many people are doing this, and it, it just made me start thinking about this topic. And everyone puts so much stock into texting, emailing, what's online, what's on their accounts, almost as if it were just as genuine and perfect as it were coming out your mouth. And I am seeing a lot that, let's just say, for instance, that somebody, he's in love with this woman, right? He's in love with her, and she likes him. And he asks her out over text, right? And he (laughs) said, maybe go to dinner. I think you're beautiful. Can we meet here? And poof. The email or the text is gone or the email is gone, right? Because we know technology is not perfect. And 
he feels embarrassed. He thinks she, you know, didn't appreciate the invitation and never calls her again, right? And this might have been a true love match. Um, so I'm just kind of not putting out a warning, but a plea for everyone to kind of take the texting and the emailing uh, and all the internet uh, interludes um, cautiously, right? To not put all of your stock and your word is not bond when you send it out in those things. And to reconnect to people with your eyes and your mouth. And if you can't talk to them in person, call them up on the phone. If this is a really important thing you need to deliver or talk about, make sure you connect with your mouth and your voice and your heart. Uh, because you might miss out on something so beautiful. Uh, something might get lost in the mail, if you will. And that would be a really big shame. And I, I can't even, I was thinking, I was laying there when I was thinking, how many, how many times has this happened? right, where somebody didn't go for a job or they, they're not in a, a relationship or they're mad at a, a family member or just because they didn't get the answer that they wanted from a text or an email or they didn't get it, right? But it was sent, but they didn't get it. Um, so just kind of seeing technology as a beautiful thing, but also making sure we put the humanity back into it and that we're not putting all of our stock into it, and that we're learning to reconnect with our hearts um, and, in, and doing it so in person more often than not. Mm. Yeah, there's that, we really have lost a lot of that. Um, we've really lost a lot of that in-person way of approaching life, haven't we? Yes. I mean, seriously, mm. you know, you hear about these guys breaking up with girls over text. You know, like two-year relationships and breaking up, you know, over text. And it's like, wow, that that's horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like that person deserves a, not an explanation, but at least to hear your voice, right? To say, I'm ending this and I'm moving forward. And and that's okay, right? And he, and he or she has every right to do that. But to put the decency back into it, right? To put the the kindness back into it, to put the chivalrous back into it, right? To allow us to reconnect with manners and respect for one another and not just doing that in person, but also in all of these other arenas. And I think a lot of the young people nowadays, um, I sound like an old lady, all the young people, but you know, these kids don't know how to interact with each other anymore because they're just used to sitting in front of a screen and having these messages sent out and doing the communication for them, and then they get put into a room with other humans and other children and other girls and boys, and they don't know how to interact at all. And so all the social, social cues and social norms and body language and learning to, to see, you know, is this person jiving with what I'm saying and, you know, I'm going to be respectful of this conversation. And um, I think we really are doing a disservice to our children and some of the kids that are coming up by not teaching them these types of things. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm also uh, guilty of that too. You know, I use the iPads as the babysitter uh, 
And so I am learning myself as I'm learning with you, as I'm teaching you, I'm teaching myself. And so I'm, I'm taking my own advice. Um, so I'm not preaching. I'm, I'm actually doing the same thing right now. Mm. It is hard because if you've got um, a number of kids and it's busy and it's, especially if it's a holidays, you know, it, it is much easier sometimes to just put them in front of a screen um, so you can prepare meals or do whatever you need yes. to do. So it is, that, is a, that is a tricky thing. Um, so in terms of connecting to yourself, I'm sure you have moments where you are so busy or um, have been engaged with a, a, a challenging client. How do you reconnect to yourself, Saber? Well, I think that lately all of us, as you were saying before, are coming up and seeing like our darkest self, right? And it, it's, so, it's so interesting. We started this year with like this bang, this light, and the light is shining on us in all the darkest corners, and right? And so if anything is in there that needs to be looked at, it's coming up, and it's so fast, and it's so loud and it's it's so in your face that you cannot deny it right that I need to work on whatever uh, I have shoved down into my system or my soul and the light is shining on it right I'm dealing with this right now and you just have to be truthful with yourself right don't be like a martyr or a victim and say oh it's someone else or you know I'll look at this later just just do it now Start doing it now. Allow yourself to be embarrassed. Allow yourself to feel sad. Allow yourself to be freaking pissed off if you need to be, right? But then release it and move on to better and bigger and brighter things. And I think a lot of us are so afraid of, like, the unknown, and they don't even take that step to do it. And they're stuck in this zone where there's no movement at all, and then they're asking God and the angels to help them with the movement, but they themselves are holding themselves back. And so we really need to take ownership of connecting to self. What do we need to work on? What do we need to change? How are we going to do it? And Atana's methods are wonderful in helping you to generously but also gracefully look into these issues or these habits or uh, addictions that you're um, going through, right? It's not, I mean, Atana is one of the kindest, most loving teachers I've ever met. And he taught me all about grace. And so right now, instead of being, I'm looking at being embarrassed, but I'm also looking at myself with graceful eyes. And I didn't have that before I started this work almost a decade ago. So right now, I would be embarrassed of what I'm going through or mad of what I'm going through, and there's no tools to balance that out. And working with Atana, and, you know, Carol is here to help you too. Working with them, it'll help you to balance out what you need to work on, and you you won't go off the deep end doing it. You know, you'll have the grace and the love supporting you so that you can finally release what you need to release and you deserve to release. Uh, So I'm thankful for that. So thank you, Atana. You're awesome. You've taught me all about grace. 
and I will never forget it. Um, Thank you, wonderful being. What a gift. Thank you. Mm. So just on that, it is hard, especially when I can imagine you're a healer. So you have done so much work on yourself that it must be challenging sometimes when things come up. Um, And I, I don't know. I mean, do you get critical of yourself or do you get down on yourself or do you have these skills now that you can be in that grace? So... Yes, I am critical of myself. Yes, I do get down on myself. But the difference now is that 10 years ago, I would be stuck in this for six months. I would be worrying about it all day, all night, right? And now I look at it. I genuinely look at it and say, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to live my life this way anymore. I want to make a change you know what, we all make mistakes, Ah, who cares, and move on, right? Instead of it, like, debilitating me and, you know, sensitive saber, right, like, going down hard for, like, years, right? And I'm not saying that that's not beneficial, too, because that's learning as well, but there's another way to do it. Um, And so, whereas it would take such a long time and it was like a knife cutting into my soul and my spirit when these things would happen. It doesn't hurt so much. It doesn't bother me as much. And then you also, um, like let's say I'm going through something and I think, gosh, you know what? I have my radio family and they love me, you know, and I have my friends. And it's like you surround yourself with other people doing the same work together and it's like this love circle and you're allowed to make mistakes, and you're allowed to grow, and you're allowed to cry, and you're allowed to be mad, and you're allowed to be embarrassed, but you're going to pick yourself up and move forward and know you're going to be okay. And that's the difference Mm. now than it was years ago. And that's that's Mm. huge. It's invaluable, right? Invaluable. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing with us. You're welcome. uh, Because um, that is also, I guess, I'm not a healer, but my own experience is doing this work and healing myself and healing my family and working on healing the planet, which is such an important part of my life is I want to contribute and healing. That's the best way I feel I can contribute is healing the the earth itself. Um, And... Things that used to get me off kilter or would drive me insane today, I can yeah. still stay in a relatively grounded state um, yes. with some yeah. tweaking, with some tweaking. But generally, <laughs> what, yeah. what would have sent me into an absolute tailspin or what would have had me curled up in the fetal position in my cupboard like Carol yeah. spoke about last week, you know that, yes. that doesn't happen anymore. I don't. I, you know, I stay strong, and I think it's, it is do, do, doing this work and having those tools and having those connections yes. and having those relationships with the healers that you can speak to, like Atana or or you guys. That is a, yes. a huge thing. And and seriously, thank you for sharing that because you know I could say you know, till the cows come home, that I'm like this awesome healer and that I'm perfect and, you know, everything's going to be perfect and easy. But there's times when we need to be authentic with each other 
because that's when some of the biggest and most beautiful lessons push people through. And they'll say, you know what? Saber's got it going on. Super Saber has got it going on. And you know what? She fell flat on her face, but she got back up again. I'm going to do it just like her. If she can do it, I can do it. And for me to say that out loud, right, I could be like this pompous jerk and not be authentic and make pretend everything's hunky-dory all the time, but I'm letting it all hang out because I know it's going to help me in the long run and it's going to help all of you in the long run. And so to be honest and truthful and authentic and graceful during these times and during these transitions because when you let go of that, the greatest gifts, what you've been waiting for, these bright lights that you've been praying for, that's when it comes in and settles in, in the space that you just cleared. And I mm-hmm. want to say, gosh, I had a part in that, you know, um, and I'm proud to say that. So if you're mm-hmm. going through something, share it. Don't be scared to share it. Be who you are. Speak up. You just might change someone's life, and you just might save someone's life. And I know I talk about that a lot, but people are looking for connecting with each other. They're looking for it everywhere. And you just never know when it, where it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. And it might be at the most un, you know, peculiar time, but be present and just let it go. You know, don't be embarrassed. Just let it go, and you can do it. And you'll be so proud of yourself. You will. And you'll want to do it more and more. Um, and um, then you'll get healthier and healthier, you know? So thank yay. you for letting me share that. Yay! Yay! Well, I'm sending you love from my heart to yours. And I'm sure thank all our you. listeners are as well. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we're going to come back, we're going to have another chat to Atana. Stay tuned. healing we have been discussing reconnecting to self um i just thought i'd mention there is a total lunar eclipse this week on sunday and i I was just mentioning off air that i'm a lot of focus on capricorn and karma and the karma we're being asked to deal with what lessons 
we need to learn and complete. So this week is a pretty big week. So I'm not surprised that Sabre has had some stuff coming up because she is tuned in to the broader um, energies that are happening. So I, I just thought I'd let our listeners know that um, because that, that could be affecting a lot of you. Uh, but really just to be very, super aware of what's coming up this week because it's time to be able to finish that and put them to bed and not carry these lessons forward anymore. So pay attention. <laughs> anyway, Tana, we have been discussing reconnecting to self. Do you um, want to talk a little bit more about that uh, today or will we talk about yes. anything you've got coming up that's relevant to this with any of your work? Yes. Well, what always is going to happen um, more and more, I should say, is that we are being asked to participate more and more in life. And that means we actually wanting to be here. We're actually wanting to participate in life because it gets more and more complicated, more and more involved. And one of the reasons why is so that we are able to express our unconditional love and our excitement and our ecstasy to be on this planet because why else would we be here? So this is our time where we can fully express wanting to be here, wanting to participate in life, wanting to be part of this collective, wanting to be part of this overall experience. And, you know, I was the guy that said, I'm never, never going to have a cell phone. You know, <laughs> I was that guy. You know, and like, no, no, the radiation, no, no, the frequencies, no, the wireless towers, no, the frequency control and everything you can imagine. That's like uh, that that went into isolation, really. But, you know, the the more the, that I uh, started to share my purpose here in life, the more I was asked to step forward and actually to show how much I really, really want to do this healing work, how really, really I want to participate in healing. It's not like you're living in a cave and then you come out, do some healing work and go back into the cave. No, you're participating in life. You're being present on this planet. You're present in the evolution of this life on this planet. And so when, when you realize we are infinite, then whatever the requirements are, you have to understand the requirements are finite. They are, they are somewhat not connecting to our infinite. Or let me, let, let me rephrase that. Whatever is required is finite, is limited. So when you come from infinite, you're not exhausted by participating partially on this planet you're exhausted because you don't want to be here. You have to completely get to making this new decision in life to saying, I am loving life. I am wanting to participate in life. I am participating in life. I love life. And I want to be in my life. Not living somebody else's life, but actually making your life the most brilliant life that you can do. And we all being looking outside and we're being basically manipulated by the media, by all kinds of weird programming and corporations to look outside of yourself and, and be happy if you have something that you don't have. Instead of like realizing that we already are complete, 
that we have everything we need, everything that we desire is actually right within us. And the moment we're making that decision that we want to fully participate in life, uh, something mysteriously, magically is happening. We're actually having more support to be present here. It's like even if we think about having not enough energy to do what our tasks are, just think about having more than enough energy to do everything that you need to do and then have some leftover. That's how I want you to participate in life or, or live your life. And whenever I made that decision that I said, look, I am putting my whole being into it. I don't know how long this is going to happen. I don't know how good or what I'm going to do here, but I'm going to do the best I can. And you know what? We all screw up. We all make mistakes. And trust me, I can tell you I made a lot of mistakes. But the thing is, the moment you stop improving, that's where you can be held for your mistakes. But as long as you're moving forward and you're actually wanting to be better in the field and you're wanting to be better and serve better, you know what? You have all the support of the multiverse and you're going to succeed. Why? Because you're moving forward, you're getting actually better. Even if you failed, you're still getting better because you're moving forward. You're not stopping and saying, oh my God, maybe I'm just so inadequate and I can't do it. No, you're saying, hey, thank you for this mess up. Now I know what I did wrong. Now I can do better. And that's what I want mm. you to really focus on. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, Atana. We can do all better. Um, and we can always push forward to yeah. being our best selves. But what I really take out of that is what resonated with me just about what you said then is also that you connected to your purpose. And moving into that state of feeling your purpose is, I think, so important because then you can really be authentic when you know that. And I think um, doing your work really helps people find that. That's my experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, and if, if anybody is not sure of their purpose, actually a couple of episodes ago, Carol said something that really struck me uh, as well. So thank you, Carol, for sharing it. She said, if you don't know what your purpose is, you just have the intention. I'm now going to become aware and of finding my purpose. Is that right, Carol? Is that what you said or something to those words? Well, that's what Atana teaches us. Intention is everything. So, and awareness is what he's talking about. So, yes, uh, my intention is to increase my awareness. What is my purpose? I want to find it. I want to discover it. Yeah, and just have that intention and say that affirmation what regularly and every day if you need to to be able to find it. Mm -hmm. Over and over again. <laughs> over and over again. Um, well, I know you found your purpose, Carol, and I know uh, Sabre's found her purpose, and Atana, you certainly have. So also great examples of people that are really connected to how they want to be and what they're offering and what they're, how they're serving the world to be able to participate in the evolution of the planet to its highest potential. I think that's a, a great goal for all of us to achieve. We're going to have to wrap this session up today. I've really enjoyed speaking to all three of you. And listeners, I hope you've enjoyed listening. Uh, I think what has come out of this discussion today has been extremely important. It has been 
helpful to me, I know, and I hope it's been helpful to you too. So, Sable, we're coming to you to just say a farewell to our listeners this afternoon. Farewell. I love you. I will see you soon, and you'll hear me soon. And just know that mistakes are awesome. Mistakes are awesome. Mistakes are awesome. And it just shows you how amazing you are and how resilient you are and all the choices that you have that you may not have seen before. And so don't be afraid to make mistakes, own your mistakes, and share them, and um, be exactly who you are meant to be because God designed you perfectly with mistakes and all. So I love you and have a wonderful week. I'll be thinking about you and my beautiful radio family. I love you. Thank you, Sabre. We love you too. Um, Carol, have you got anything to say to our listeners before we leave this afternoon? I want to say thank you for listening. I am so grateful that I have the opportunity to share my experiences with our wonderful radio family. And I want to say to all of our listeners, just always know that you are enough that you're okay, and that everything's going to be okay. Always have that intention that God and the universe is going to take care of you. Thank you. I think a lot of people need to hear that this week, (laughs) especially with all that karma coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Atana, we fall back to you like a lovely souffle. (laughs) 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 Give us a little um, farewell word and um, as we all love listening to you. All right. It's time for a joke then. <laughs> oh, great. <Yay>. All <laughs> right. Okay. Here's a nice joke. A Zen student went to a temple and asked how long it would take him to gain enlightenment if he joined the temple. And the Zen master said, well, it will take you 10 years. Then... The Zen student says, well, how about if I really work hard and double my efforts? Then the Zen master said, well, then it will take 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Very good, Atana. Very good. And do you have any parting words for our listeners this yes. afternoon? Of course. I love you. Know that we love you. And we are so happy that we can be on these radio waves all around the world. No, we're probably right behind you in the car or in front of you. Or we are just a person that supports you right now with a smile. Just know we are here for you. Please, please support us as well. Thank you for being here. Uh, write us a good review and know that you can support us too. That goes like both ways. We support you, you support us. Don't think you're powerless. You have more power than you can ever imagine. Let's put all that power together and hey, let's create a whole new social media network. 
Yeah. Next to be the love town. Love town. The social media love town. Anyway, (laughs) we have to go, but we will be back next week. And we love you tuning in. And we love being here to help you. So, and just chat and have some fun. So, we will be back next week. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, my God.